Sup noobs, we are your professional casual gamers, and you're listening to Train Noobs. Sup Michael? Hey, what's up Jason? How uh how are you doing, man? Man, I'm I'm great. You fucked up already, but I'm doing great. <laughs> That's all right, man. Let's get into our story time, huh? Story time. Story time. All right. Well, I have a good amount of things happening to me this week. I don't know about you. How, did you seem? Do you have a pretty long list? Yeah, my, we can bang through it. And not not do forty minutes of fucking story time. This my week? list. My list is about two lines that consisted of going to work, <laughs> coming home, like decompressing, and then sleep. That's like there you go. Like okay, I played I played Heroes of the Storm for a little bit. Uh, which mm-hmm. we'll touch on a little bit later, and then um, some Counter Strike, and I really think that was it. I think I only played those two things, and maybe a little bit of League of Legends here and there. But uh, other than that, it was just—it's just literally been come home after work and go right to sleep because I was so tired. So it's so you've kind of already dove into it a little bit, but is that? I mean, that's is that mostly pretty much my your whole week? week. Yeah, I get, I'm done talking about my week already. All right. Well. <laughs> Everybody that liked our forty-minute fucking weeks last week, they're gonna be all disappointed this week. Um, I do, I do have more stuff though. Uh, as a nature of you know my life, I, I just have more stuff going on here. But uh, at the end of my uh, at the end of my story time last week, I told you guys all about how I lost my wallet. Do you remember that phone call that I said that can't be my wallet? Yep. Yep. You remember that? Yep. That was that was my fucking wallet. <laughs> <laughs> so check it out. Uh, I got the phone call, and I got the phone call from Ace. Do you guys have Ace hardware out there? Uh, we do, but I don't know anything about it. I don't frequent it. I okay. Don't... It's like it's like a miniature Home Depot. Yeah. Uh, you know, they're like localized. And anyway, I got a call, and I got a call from the, the manager at Ace, and he says, Hey, uh, I just got a phone call from this lady uh, that says she found your wallet. And I'm like, oh, shit, yes. And he's like, uh, here's her number. Uh, go ahead and give her a call back. And uh, so I gave her a call. And uh, she picks up the phone, and she doesn't sound American, right? She's got a real strong accent. And she's like, yeah, I found your phone, and uh, it was on the road. And I'm like, what? So check it out. The way that this works is I went to, uh, the, I went to work out at uh, this place that my buddy works at. And <clears throat> it's, it, she found it on the road right after I get off the freeway. So I get off the freeway, and then I, t- I turn left, uh, go under the bridge, and and then turn left again and go down parallel to the freeway to get to to where I work out at. Yeah. She found it like right right on the main road, like right before the right before the light, where you would turn right to get back on the freeway. And she said that she drove past it and saw it, and then turned back around and came back around and got and got it and picked it up. And then she said all day long she was like going through my wallet looking for phone numbers to call. Right, trying to take all your and money she, out. Okay, yeah, she's she's like I don't know if somebody else found it, but there was no cash in there. I'm like, don't worry, I don't carry cash. <laughs> um, but she couldn't find anything, and uh, so she she what she found was a coupon that I had in there for Ace Hardware. I had just gotten coupons the day before, and they were member coupons, so it had my member name and member number, mm-hmm. and it said it was for the Newberg store. So she called that store and asked about my name, and my and they had my number on file, and so they called me, and I got my wallet back. But I was like, yeah, where are you at? And and so I went and met her. She was at a um. She was at a um, a restaurant. It's named. It's called Sherry's. I don't know if they have them over there. Probably not. Never heard it's just of like it. a. De- it's it's like a Denny's, basically. Okay. Um, it's just a little twenty four hour breakfast joint. She's like, I'm in the lottery, the lottery section. So she's just chilling out in the lottery uh, section there. And I go 
and, and I go to pick it up and, and I get out of my car and I'm walking over to the Sherry's and I see somebody looking, I see a lady looking at me and she's out by the trash can smoking and I'm like, oh, that's probably her. And I walk up and she's like, is that you? I'm like, yeah, I'm Michael. I'm like, did you call? I think her name was like Yovana or something like that. She's like, yeah, yeah. And so she showed me the wallet and she was like a little like Russian lady. She she was like, she must have been Russian. God, right? I was really hoping you'd approach this lady and that wouldn't be her. And it, it's <laughs> just know. not a coincidence. It's just some lady looking for another Michael that's actually going to pick her up and take her to dinner or something. I know, right? <laughs> I know, right? No, but it, that's unfortunate. But uh, anyway, so she gives me the wallet and I'm going to show this without the numbers showing. Can you see so the, if you're watching, how bent they if are? If you're watching the video... Uh, yeah. You'll see you'll see his credit cards and how jacked up they are. If you're well, if, these ones are canceled anyway. If you're but not watching, you if you're not watching the video, uh, you'll uh, let me explain it to you. Uh, basically, the whole credit card. <laughs> how do you explain the whole square credit card? Right, the one corner, my shirt. the one yep. yeah, like the one one quarter one quarter. Like a third of them got bent in half <laughs> by being run over. God, I just said one quarter. Th- a th- a third earth. So a third of my cards Fuck got bent in half English. by being run over. Who cares? Uh, my my license is demolished, so I'm probably gonna have to get a new license because that's not gonna pass if I ever try and like get a drink at, out now, out somewhere. Wasn't your license in your wallet? So yeah. Like, couldn't she see your license and find out yeah. your address and shit? Well, I guess that's another part of the story that I didn't think about was she called the police and tried to get like information so that they could get a hold of me for my wallet, and the police didn't call her back. She left a message, and the police did not call Dicks. her back. I, they they probably have more important shit than fucking getting Lost my wallet back to me. <laughs> but uh, anyway, so she was real. At least she was real resourceful in the way she got it back to me because I was freaking out, man, about my wallet. Yeah. But I got it back. And what the cool thing is is that I've got I've got uh, Katie's like ASB, um, her 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 student ID. Katie's your fiance for, her, for high school. Yes, my fiance's student ID uh, from when she was in high school. I got it in my wallet, yeah. and then I got pictures of my daughter when she was born. Both of them. Fully untouched, dude. Fuck my license and fuck all my cards, right? Those things were perfect condition, which is awesome because if those things broke, I can't get new ones of those. Yeah. So I was like, and this picture, I mean, yeah. So I was just, I was really happy that those things didn't break. But basically, I had to cancel my cards. Uh, all my fucking, I'm getting emails now from all these different services that say we tried to, we tried to charge a card, but it didn't work. Well, fuck. <laughs> I, I, I just, I just got a new card today because I've been working all week yeah. long. I just got home. So now I got to reset up all the fucking payments and shit. Well, that's, that's really annoying. That's always a bitch. Whenever that's like the number one reason, right? I don't want to switch one of my email accounts over, because I use mm-hmm. that email account for like everything that I, I for as long as I can remember, I've been using that email account for ten plus years now, mm-hmm. and it's like oh, all of a sudden if I switch email accounts and I close that one. I have to go back through all these websites, and I can't even remember half of them. I know. And yeah. re-register or change my email address over, and it's just—it's a giant pain in the ass, and it's just something that you don't want to do. I know, and so I've got to go through but, all my bills and and redo all that. And yeah. Now, now let me go back, because uh, I'm pretty sure somebody warned you against going to the gym last week. Yeah, yeah, and this is like the third time you've mentioned it. But look, man, I got to work out. Right. Ever since I left the warehouse, I worked in the warehouse for three years and now I've been driving for two years. And ever since I've been driving, I've been slowly gaining weight, man. That's how like, it works. If you sit down for a living, you're going to gain weight unless you get up and do something. And that's... Well, I, I do need to correct you. I don't sit down for a living. I do empty my 40,000 pound trailer by myself. Yeah. So there, there is okay, that. It's well, very physical, but it's less physical than the there's warehouse. There's nobody there that does it for you. At, no, at your drop-offs. fuck no. 
Cause I'm by myself I, all night long. When I worked at a warehouse, I had to unload the, the driver's trucks a lot of times. Yeah, we don't do that here. No, my company is very good at utilizing us to their full to our like full extents one, and squeezing everything out of one us. One guy would come to come to, come to work and just drive up and and park in the street, right? So he's got traffic moving, and right. expects me to come out with a forklift and pick it up. Not only does he want me to do that, but he wants me to come out with a forklift, put a uh, a pallet jack into the truck because it didn't come with one, and mm-hmm. get and offload everything off the truck that he put on. Or had put I would on because he's not that, he's not contracted for that right he doesn't he's not insured for any injury injury as far as that goes. That's a weird scenario. So, you guys are you guys are contracting out drivers or something like that. See, our drivers are are employed within the same company that we how that we have the warehouse at. So we we stock the stuff and we build the pallets and we ship out and we drive and we deliver all from the underneath the same umbrella. Okay, there's no weird contracting things. Anyway, no, it, it is a physical job, but my body. Is so was so used to the warehouse. I was lifting eighty thousand to one hundred thousand pounds a day. Now I'm lifting uh, eighty thousand pounds a week. Yeah. So it, it's just it's just way different, you know. You get you, your body gets used to running up and down the ramp, hand stacking your 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 thing, going down. It just gets used to it, and then it's just not. And plus, I eat a lot. Hey guys, I, I eat a welcome, lot. Welcome, welcome to the monotonous, boring podcast where we talk about work stuff all day long. You're asking me questions, and pretty much all I ever have to talk about is work stuff. So because that's all the you wallet, do is you just you're on the road all the time, but there's nothing you can do yeah. about that. Well, I gotta make I gotta make gotta the make that dosh. So anyway, I, I found my wallet, um, and then there was a couple other interesting things that happened to me. Um, this week, there was, at, where I go, I go up to central Washington at a place near uh, called Wenatchee, and there was a big fire up there, and, and it gets real dry up there, and there was a big fire, but check it out. I, I researched this fire to see how bad it was, because I could smell the smoke when I was driving through, and I could see what it all. What was this? Uh, this was, some, well, it burnt for a few days, uh, but I, it, I went up there towards the end of its burning, and that was on Sunday night. Anyway, it had burnt before that, though, and it, check it out, it covered 2,950 acres before they could get it 83% contained. That's four and a half square miles. And it burnt down 29 houses and burnt down three business complexes. Mm-hmm. And that shit is just unbelievable. I couldn't believe it like, because I deliver up there, man. So I was, I was driving through, and all of a sudden, I'm like... I smell barbecue. No, I swear to God, it was like a mesquite barbecue smell, right? I'm like hickory, hickory smoke. And when you when you smell it that strong, and you're lo- and and there's nothing around you, right? Like I couldn't see any smoke. Yeah. You know that there's a fire around. So that happened, and then driving on my way home from that route, I was driving through the gorge, which is like uh, you're driving along the Oregon border, and and Washington's on the other side of the Columbia. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, there was a fire. I drove like right through all the smoke for another fire. It was like all around the freaking uh, freeway. It was nuts. So that was crazy. Um, and really, I mean, with the exception of that, I have one more crazy story. But before I get to that crazy story, um, you know, it's 4th of July week. Um, man, every time you do that, it distracts the fuck out of me. <laughs> so, yeah, uh, we have show notes, obviously, that we go over. and Don't worry. It's not going to be 40 minutes. I jot, I jot the time down in there. And here's the thing, right? Last week, we made a plan to not go over an hour and a half. What do we fucking do? We went over an hour and a half. But there was so much E3 news that we had to cover, uh-huh. and our weeks took up 40 minutes of that, that podcast. And we, we did forget to stipulate last week. I wanted to end by saying, this is an abnormal podcast because of the E3 coverage. We're typically going to be about an hour-ish, give or take. Yeah. Um, not, not ever take. We're, we're not ever going to be like below an hour. It's going to be an hour, an hour and a half. An, 
Right, exactly. So an hour 40 last week, that was exceptional. Plus, I had a crazy week last week, and that ate up a lot of our time. Yeah. And you you kind of had a lot of... Yeah, I had a lot uh, of stuff to talk about, too. plus all that and the E3 coverage. So, so it was a busy week, but... We're trying to. There you go, though. Yeah. You've distracted me again. We're trying. You've distracted me we're again. We're trying to make it between an hour and an hour and a half, and I put this in the show notes in big bold letters so he could see it when he's just rambling and rambling and rambling. I put. I'm not rambling, man. I put the man. time. I'm giving you my stuff. I put the time of how long we've been recording, so I put ten minutes. Just because I'm gonna do it like every ten minutes, I'm gonna put it in there. Ten minutes. Yeah, but see, I, I know how long. Look, I see twelve twenty nine, twelve thirty. See, I got it right here. <laughs> So okay, so let me get back on track. Let me wrap it. I'm almost done. If you'll just let me finish, if you'll, will you, will you I would let me finish? It. Will you let me finish? Yeah, just will let you, me finish. Will you let me finish? Just let me finish. So Fourth of July week. Fourth of July week. So this week, you, a lot of a lot of people are gonna opt to not record. Not us, man. We're fucking badasses. So we're recording this week, and it's crazy. And I've got my you fucking gotta be fucking kidding me. Jesus Christ. Hey, it's 13 minutes now. Make sure you mark no, that down. No, I'm going off the video time. Remember. <laughs> okay, so anyway, my family's coming down. We're hosting Fourth of July here at my house. I just installed a, installed a ceiling fan. That's a lot harder than you think. Oh. I had like seven different wires. No, I know how hard it is. Unless it's already it's, wired, right? And I was and you're like just already replacing wired. it. And then you know how like you got the you got the inside mount right, and and you have the crossbar that you want to do in between the the studs. Yep. Um, well, I. I got my light fixture down, and it is screwed into one stud on one side. So I'm like, fuck. I, I would have to move. I would have to just do surgery on my wall and, and move the hole and then do the cross brace um, in order to get the cross brace going on. Or I can just stay with the plastic inset it already has and just do it do it with the hole hooked up to one stud. So I just did that, and it's not very wobbly. So I'm going to – my dad's coming over tomorrow. He said he'll look at it and as see if as, he thinks it's legit. As long as you could brace it. What the fuck? As long as you can brace it to the ceiling, uh, you should be alright. Are you fucking kidding me? She locked herself out or something. She just threw something at the fucking window. <laughs> and I gotta go let her in. There's been... I gotta... I'll be right back. Alright, you, you take I it can, over. Yeah, right I can back. cover for a little bit while he goes and take care of this. <laughs> Anyways, uh, so, yeah. I got... Okay, that's what I wanted to talk about. Uh, Heroes of the Storm. Back over to video game talk because you know uh, he's not he's not here to discuss anything about real life and driving and all that stuff. So, uh, oh my God, my phone! <laughs> Son of a bitch! Jesus Christ! My phone just went off too. Well, this podcast is gonna be great. Why didn't man. you silence your phone, man? Sh- at least I silenced my phone. Sh- uh, yeah, but at least I didn't have somebody throw something at my window. Can I tell you about the dude with the gun now? I don't want to hear it, but sure. You don't want to hear the dude with the gun? It, was he concealed carrying? No, he was carrying a rifle out in the fucking open. Okay. And it was real trippy. So I was sitting, I was, I was sitting in my truck, and um, I was getting ready for my night, for my second night, and I was at the hotel, and uh, I'm sitting there getting it ready, um, and a dude walks past me on the left side. I see him in my mirror, and it's this like skinny black guy, like five foot ten. Oh, uh, racist. I'm just saying. I'm giving you facts, man. Jesus Christ. <laughs> so he walks past me, and he's carrying a rifle in his hand. Well, the rifle is, like, folded in half, right? What kind of rifle it's, is it's, it? Do you know? I, it was hard to tell. It just looked like a standard, smaller caliber rifle. Um, so bolt ac- It looked like a smaller standard, like a bolt-action type rifle. So, like, a single-shot, bolt-action type. Like a single-shot, s- yeah. type 
rifle. And I, I guess, oh, okay. I guess so. I don't know. So basically, it's it didn't look like an. Okay, I hate saying you, it. Are you you're you're hijacking my story? I, no, I hate saying it because it's like a media thing. But it wasn't an assault rifle, was it? No, 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 no. It was a rifle. Okay. It was like it was like your traditional uh, shooting range target style rifle. It was not a, a semi-automatic. Um, I'm just curious if there was some kind of folding stock he had, but go carry on. No, but it but it was weird though because it did fold in half, and so he's walking past me and he sees me. I make eye contact with him, and I'm the only one out there with him, right? And I'm sitting in my truck. My truck is on because my AC is on because it's really hot, and uh, he goes behind the dumpsters with this gun, and I'm like, why the fuck is a dude with a gun going behind the dumpsters? And as soon as he stopped behind the dumpsters. I put the truck in gear and started driving away. I was like, I ain't fucking sitting around here. Hell no. And sure as shit, dude, I'm driving. I pull out and he knew I was there. He saw me. But but when he went behind the dumpster, dude, he's looking around nervous as hell, dude. He was just looking all around 360, right? And so I was like, I'm out of here. I'm not going to sit. I'm the only one that was with him right there. I'm the only one. So I start pulling out. And when I start pulling out, I'm looking at my mirror. He walks out from behind the dumpster with the gun fully assembled, right and he's walking holding it by the handle um and he's walking towards the hotel i'm like what the fuck is this guy doing dude it blew my mind i never seen anything like that so i called the i stopped in the middle of the road put my flashers on called the hotel and said hey you guys have a guy with a rifle headed uh walking towards you guys right now he walked behind your dumpsters it was unassembled he walked outside of the he walked away from the dumpsters towards you guys and it was assembled and i don't know what he's doing she's like okay i'm gonna call the police i'm like wait 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 this is what he looks like. <laughs> so I, had, I told her what he looked like, and then she said, "Okay." And um, they have my they have my number and all my information and stuff. So I expected like a call back to see if like they wanted a description from me since I was the one that saw him or something like that. But I didn't get any calls. You didn't check any um, news sites or anything. <clears throat> no, I didn't check. I, I just got home this morning and I slept for like three hours, and and so I've been. I'm very sleep deprived, but I haven't checked anything. So what I'm going to do is I'll update everybody next week. I'm going to go in. Uh, I stay at this hotel every week. I'm going to ask them what happened about it and, uh, you know, see. Because if it was something that wasn't very significant, it wouldn't have hit news or anything like that. You know yeah. what I mean? So I'll get, I'll get the full story from the managers at the, at the hotel, and, and, and I'll update everybody next week. But I just that just was crazy, man. Yeah. I saw that. You know how sometimes you see some weird shit, you just don't think to say anything well, or do anything about it because sometimes people are just weird. But this was just like, I have to call right now. Because I've, to- I've seen people walking down the street, you know, with like a, an M4 slung across their back. Um, that I've seen before that's not completely uncommon. It's, I mean, it's not, you don't see it every day, but it's not no. something that you'll see and you'll go, that guy's going to shoot everybody kind of a situation. You know what I mean? But even that is somewhat of a non-threatening position. It's on the yeah, back. Yeah, exactly. That's he's, just, I... he's walking down the street. This dude walked behind the dumpster, assembled his rifle, and then walked outside and then walked towards the hotel. I was like... That's weird. It's weird to look all nervous and be looking all around you. It's weird to walk behind a dumpster and hide. And it's weird to come out with it fucking yeah, assembled. Yeah, he definitely had some weird tendencies to him. Yeah. So I, I don't know. But I'll let you guys know what happened with all that next week. Because I'm, I'm dying to know. But I had three other drivers that were still staying in the hotel. So if she called the police and the police like locked down the place, they didn't get out. Yeah. And I know that one driver, for instance, left right after me. So, I mean, I was out of there and I was delivering and stuff. And I was just like, it was crazy. But that's my week, man. That's that's my story time right. for you guys. Well, hey, that was uh, about twenty minutes worth of, of story time. Bam! So half that's the time. What we, that's what we we aim to shoot for, anyways. So uh, no pun intended with the gun story. <laughs> oh, ho, ho, ho. but anyways, twenty minutes. I love how you do that. Anyway. 
I know what the time is that we're recording. I mean, come on. I'm just going to keep updating it. I figure I started. I have to continue to do it. If I don't, all right, then it's all right. just a consistency all right. thing. All right. So why don't you go ahead. You talked, you've been talking forever. I have no idea what you just entered. When you were a kid, didn't you ever put that in a calculator and look upside down and it says, ha boobless. There you go. Seven, seven is the no, L for No, seven that. is not an L. Seven yeah? is an L Se for Leet speak. So you don't put a seven in a calculator a for an L. A, a seven is an L upside down. Well, yeah, you have to put it in like... Hold on, guys. This is We're doing some high-tech shit here. Uh, Do this. This is important. I, I know I'm right. This is important. Wait, hold on. I spent, I spent much time in grade shit. school typing boobless on my Stupid calculator. Stupid auto-rotate on my phone. <laughs> five, <laughs> five, five, three, seven... Eight zero zero eight. <laughs> Just move your head. Don't move your phone. You're right. I know I'm right. Shut up! You spent way too much time typing <laughs> boobless in a calculator. <laughs> that plus I can do cool pen tricks with my fingers, man. Anyway, I don't do that shit. I I actually worked in high school or school no, in I general. I I also drew those cool S's on everything yeah, as well. Yeah, well, every every kid could do that, right? That was the shit. Well, right that there. was our generation, though. Did you guys ever, like, fold uh, notes special? No, but I always made jumping frogs. <laughs> <laughs> or paper footballs? Did you play paper football in class? No, not th no. I made, the, I made the, the finger things, you know? The oh, yeah, the Freddy Krueger fingers? No, no, the, it, was, it was, like, four uh, open oh, pieces the thing that you, where you do, you the, do the, the... Yeah, uh -huh, with your finger. Uh -huh. yeah, yeah, one of those things. I, I know what you're talking I about. I did those all the time. And, and no, none of the audio listeners know what the <laughs> fuck is going on, because we're just going... Nah, 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 Look nah, at our fingers! <laughs> Get the fuck on YouTube, audio listeners. Yeah, God damn. Oh, uh, okay, so... We're going to go on with some uh, uh, some news stuff that we do want to cover on. Some of it's going to be lightly grazing over it. Some of it's going to be more in-depth stuff. Uh, anything that's in-depth that we really want to talk about, uh, basically anything we do want to talk about, is going to be provided in a link. That link's going to be on our website. Mm -hmm. So you can go to our website, go to the Episodes tab, and all, every single link for everything that we talk about as far as a news story will be there. If there's something we missed and you guys find it or you look it up and you find out we're wrong, please call us out on it. Go on to your trainnoobs at gmail.com and send us an email, a nasty email if you want, and just address uh -huh. it to Michael and say, you guys fucked this up so bad. And by you guys, I just mean Mike, and then we'll be I gold. I'm I'm gonna read hate mail on the on the podcast and it's gonna be wonderful. Yes. But or you could but on, on another note, you could also post it on the Reddit. Um yep. you know, that's a good that's a good place to go. Just post in regards to whatever episode. And we're gonna start updating our Reddit with information for we, we gotta get on top of all the social medias and stuff, but we're busy. We're busy dudes. Um and I was also gonna I was gonna elaborate on the whole link posting. We we were gonna post links and stuff in all the podcast descriptions. You're not going to get that no more. That's a pain in the ass. It's hard to do the summary tags with iTunes. Everything's going to go on our website. Yeah. If you care about us, go to our website. If you love us, go to our website. If you don't love us, go to our website. Exactly. <laughs> Just go to our website. <laughs> share it with um, your parents. Tell your parents about us. Mike's, mm -hmm. Share it with your grandparents. Mike's, They'll love this yeah, show. Yeah, Mike's dad apparently loves the show, which is... Well, he's in town and he wants to record an episode <laughs> with us. <laughs> so, I don't know, man. We might have to Maybe do we'll it. we'll have to record it, a it, special... Belated Father's Day episode. Right. It will call it Who's Your Daddy? I already figured it out. <laughs> God damn. <laughs> and you know what you know what the episode's gonna consist of? Mm. Him calling me out on your me bullshit. being 
uh, on me being wrong on the Genesis episode about shit. So I'm going to sit down and I'm going to be like, all right, let me have it. And it's going to be like, well, you were wrong about this and this. I'm like, I was a fucking kid. How am I supposed to remember? <laughs> I have shitty memory as it is, man. All these people knowing what year they did shit. I'm like, you got to be crazy. All right. Well, I want to start with some of the most basic news that we can because we got to probably get, get, get out of the news section since we've been talking about all this other shit. But, uh. All right, so I, I wanted to cover this. Did you have any experience playing a game by uh, Mo Yang? I fucking hate saying that. I hate Mo Thank you. From now okay, on. Have you played a game from Mojang called Scrolls? No, but I've heard about it, and I've heard a lot of the controversy about it. Now, is it released? Is it it's out? It's been out for a while now. It's has it been? Yeah, it's okay. been out for. Oh, I don't know exactly the the date it was released. Um, I can tell you in a second. But it's basically a collectible uh, card game that oh, is strategy-based. Really? Okay. Um, and it, the big controversy that surrounded it for the longest time... Let's see. It was released... Uh, it was, it was released, was it was released in beta June 3rd, 2013. Fully okay. released. Uh, actually, no. I think that's... I think that's the... No, that's... Okay, so yeah, full release was December 11th, 2014. So... Okay, so it's been out yeah, for a good but, eight months. But the controversy okay. for it came out uh, from Bethesda, basically suing them right. for using the Scrolls name, basically saying they had trademark on the Scrolls name, or copyright, rather. Um, well, because you gotta, for, you gotta trademark that saga, and because you gotta for trademark Elder the word candy, and you gotta do whatever the fuck you yeah, do, Yeah, because right? for Elder Scrolls, right? So they had Elder right. Scrolls, so they figured they had full reign over everything Scrolls-related. So right. here, here comes... King. get out yeah, of here. Yeah, here comes Mojang with the, the game called Scrolls, and uh, Bethesda wants to sue them. Anyways, that's past news. Uh, apparently, the development is being halted on Scrolls. Uh, the servers are gonna be up for I think it said July thirty first of twenty sixteen. I think was they're gonna be up until then. Yeah, that was that was the date that they guaranteed. July okay, July first. So, sorry, July first, so, twenty sixteen. So this is a CCG similar to it's Hearthstone. a strategy CCG. Basically, think of it like a, a layout, kind of like lanes that are straight okay. across your map, and you have troops. Okay, actually, no, it's better if I say it's like a chessboard. Or when you say CCG, you mean collectible, collectible card, card game, right? Yes. Okay, I'm so lost with the whole lanes and stuff. Okay, so basically, think of it like a, a checkers board. Okay? okay. You have one half that your units can go on, and one half that their units can go on. Your units can only attack the same units in that lane. So basically, okay. you're laying down your cards in each mm. lane, and you, you're, the goal of the game is to destroy th- each. Each person has five idols on either side at the end of their their. So it's like so their lane. Okay, okay, and the okay. goal is to destroy three out of those five. And di- different cards do different things because they're different units, and there's different effects. Now, I never played this game. I just read a lot about it um, because it wasn't really interesting to me. And I was, if it was, f- does this cost money? I found out today that apparently it's free to play on uh, Android. Now, it does say that there are uh, microtransactions, like you know, there's there's payments inside the game uh, when mm-hmm. you're when you click that that uh, install button but i didn't install it i didn't try it out all i do is i know about it but um apparently this came across as a shock uh i guess maybe they're not doing it well enough to keep the servers up i don't know so that's kind of interesting that they're going to be stopping development entirely 
Now, do you think that this is due to pressure from Bethesda? I don't think so. No, I think that that's past. That's past and gone because that lawsuit was already handled and covered. Um, okay. Yeah, they they stopped basically. Um, I think I, I don't know if they won or if Bethesda basically was told by their lawyers this is a stupid fucking lawsuit you're never gonna win right. type thing. Right. Um, I don't know the exact outcome of the of that lawsuit, but that's that's basically. <clears throat> what's going on with that I thought that was kind of shocking because I thought that was going rather good so but apparently apparently not and Mojang's such a big company with so much money that it just must not be popular yeah they, you know? they they're basically killing it with uh, Minecraft you know but they might just be a one trick pony we'll see I don't, I don't I don't think so I think scrolls looked great every video I watched I love the art style I love the way everything was laid out but I just maybe maybe they just didn't have enough marketing out there. They couldn't they couldn't market it well enough, and they couldn't compare it to say because they're known for Minecraft, right? This is so drastically different from Minecraft. It's mm-hmm. a completely different game, a completely different IP that they might not have been able to market it properly, and that might might have uh, been the downfall. I don't know. Well. It's interesting. Is that all you have for that's all, that's for all that? I have for that one? Yeah. So why don't you cover? Right. Uh, yeah, yeah. I wanted to. I wanted to touch on two things real quick. Just two little um, free-to-play games that I one that I'm excited for, and one that I've played in the past, and I'm excited for um, what what it has for the future. But um, first, I will go over. <clears throat> I'm going to go over the one that I'm excited for. So it's it's called Blade and Soul. Um, I personally I like free-to-play games because I I like to go and and you know touch on a bunch of different types of games and when it's free you know what's the downfall there's, other than a little bit yeah, of time there's no you know risk. right there's not any risk and a lot of these games especially now that are coming out nowadays are very adamant about not being being pay to win cuz back when when all this started coming out it was all pay to win so now there's a big focus on that which makes it so yeah. why not they're, play these awesome free to play games they're more pay to skip uh, type uh-huh. games they're more pay to pay to go faster pay to uh, cosmetic Pays to pay, yeah. Pay to uh, decorize, look cool, and, and stuff. Yeah, accessorize. That's what and I was looking for. Ex- accessorize. Pay to accessorize. Pay to barbie you're just yourself not, up. You're just not fabulous enough for that to come off the top of your head. You need, you need to get but, more. But no, I'm also, I'm also really looking forward to this game. Uh, so much so that I've contemplated buying one of the Korean accounts. Interesting. But I don't so want to pay. I didn't I know. Play with 200 plus ping. So let me go over this game a little bit yeah, really go quick. For it. So it's by it's by NCSoft, which uh, develops and publishes it, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, they're a South Korean co- company, and they're really popular, and they're they're known for doing really nice games and being really well polished and being um, supported very Guild well. Wars. Guild Wars is the biggest, for instance. Like they've always been super supported, and and as a result, they've always had really good games. And if you played the original Guild Wars, mm-hmm. those were amazing, and they were really popular, and they were very well taken care of, and now Guild Wars 2, same scenario. Guild Wars 2 has got a, a new expansion coming out soon, too, uh, which I'm really looking forward to, and we'll be talking about, you know, on the coming weeks, uh, when I can get my shit together and get more information on all that. But Blade & Soul is, is this kind of a game. Uh, it's it's going to be going into beta in the fall. Um, and it's a little bit of an older game. It was origi- it was originally released in Korea in 2012. And it took a long time to come over here because they had to translate the story over. And the whole story was based on the Wuzhe Chinese, which I'm not exactly sure 
um, the historic background behind that. But they're you know Korean company making a game based in Chinese based in Chinese culture, and then they're translating it over to American, and it took a really long yeah, time. It's, so it's a martial arts type based game, basically. Exactly. Well, yeah, sort of. I mean, it's it's a it's it uses weapons and stuff like that, and 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 it's very. Um, it's very fluid and very quick uh, pacing for the for the fights and stuff like that. So, if I if I could compare it to something, I would say like Age of Wushu. Um, I guess I haven't played that. I'm it's trying a, to think like more. It's like, a martial arts type game. You go around, you okay. punch things. And... and personally, I have a hard time getting into the Asian martial arts style games, but this one looks really cool. Um, and and there's a whole third dimension to this game where um, when you're you're going through, you jump like up a fucking mile in the air and you explore up and up as much as you do you know your surroundings on on the ground level too and so it's a it brings in that third dimension and it just looks really beautiful um all of that and ncsoft came out and said uh that they are going to be free to play uh but they are putting a very strong emphasis on not pay to win so it's going to have your traditional xp boosts i don't consider that pay to win but it's going to have uh, XP boosts and lots of cosmetics and stuff. And the cosmetic based free to uh, free to play type is my favorite. Is my now, favorite. Now, are go. they going to charge for like the base game like Guild Wars Two did, and then have you play it for free? So basically, it's pay one price and then play it for free. I, if I have to, I don't know for they sure. They never released it. But if I, as far as that right, goes. I. I don't know for sure, and I don't know what it, what the model is over in Korea, because I don't know if it's free to play over in Korea or not. But if I had to guess, I would say it's going to be a free to play, uh, full full on full. I mean, w- we'll see. Uh, NCSoft does like to do their pay initially and then play for free forever. You know, the Guild Wars model, the Diablo three model, yeah, stuff like well, that. But I'm I'm really so- I'm really excited about this. <laughs> and they also mentioned it's not going to be uh, a big Korean grinder, um, and and they wanted to stipulate this because uh. that that. That gets people away from the game. Um, they they made sure to they made sure to stipulate that you're going to be able to level all the way up just by going through their story. I don't know. Which I don't is, know about the whole grindiness thing aspect of it, right? Because every Korean game that I've played so far, or at, at least that was developed in Korea and pushed over to NA, it just mm-hmm. feels like everything's grindy. And any MMO anymore, unless I can go in and level with a mix of PvP dungeons questing um and and say like professions then i'm not really interested in it right because it feels all right and like this is the problem you this is the problem is that they are missing out on you anybody that's like you and they recognize that and i think that that's why they came out saying look we're not gonna be a korean grinder all you have to do is follow the storyline and you'll be max level by the end of the story now, line. He- that's a big here's deal a big concern that i have right you said this was released in Korea in 2012. Mm-hmm. Pretty old. The hype for this game is more or less diminished. I mean, mm-hmm. think about it. It's developed, and it was released in Korea in 2012. People in America found it out, and, and UK and all that stuff, found this game out, and they're like, oh, man, that looks super, super cool. When's it going to be released in, in America? Right. Oh, the end of 2015, early 2016? Oh... Yeah, and and because it was so long, and I know that it's it's popular and it's successful over in Korea, and I think it's just been so long that people kind of forget about it. But I went back and I watched some videos and some gameplay footage, and some, and it looks, 
it looks awesome enough to where, like I said, I like to play free-to-play games, and I'm going to try this out. And when I do try this out, like I said, uh, the beta is going to be in the fall. I'm excited to try it out, to put a good amount of hours into it. I like to put, you know, at least 20 hours into a game before I really get the feel for it. And then, you know, see how it goes. But I, as far as an MMO goes, I don't have time to pay for an MMO. So if I can get an MMO that I don't have to pay for and that I can play when I have time and I'm, I'm not subscribed for $15 a month, that's great for me. So that's, that's why I'm excited for this game because it looked beautiful. I, I read a bunch of updates about this lately and I just wanted to talk about it because I'm excited about now, it. Now, there is, uh, if you get a Korean account... There's an mm-hmm. English patch that you can get that you can install into the game and play with an English patch. And it's not perfect, but it does function enough to the point where you can understand everything. But again, you're playing with about 200 plus ping, and yeah. it's really hard to play anything without 200 plus ping. But then again, I've... I did play Rune for the longest time with 200 plus ping because we were on dial-up, and that was a pain in the ass. So I got really good at playing with like 180, 200 ping. But that's yeah. well. I've got I've got enough games to to keep me occupied until Blade of Soul comes out, and I'll wait for it to be now, polished. And- I think here's my deal with with Blade and Soul. What I'm planning on doing, I think I'm going to plan for it to release, and not full release. If it goes into open beta, cool. If it goes into closed beta with invites only, and I happen to get an invite, cool. I'll still try it out. But if they come out and they say, okay, it's going to be you have to pay the pay for the game, then then it's always free to play, like Guild Wars is. <clears throat> then I'll be like, all right, cool. Uh, maybe I'll check it out if I can get a free trial for 14 days or something like that. Cause, uh-huh. and it, or it has to be cheap. Yeah, and I'm at the point right now where any MMO that comes out I'm really skeptical about. Of because course. everything has a problem with compete, uh, competition, I should say. not comp- I don't want to say competing with WoW per se, because WoW's numbers have been steadily declining uh, ever since Warlords came out. They, they peaked again because of the new expansion content, and then they went back down. Mm-hmm. But... Which hap- which happens every single yeah, time. Every, every but expansion. They had the well, Warlords gave them the biggest growth that they've seen in the shortest amount of time, and as a result, they also got the biggest decline that they've ever seen in the shortest amount of time. Because that's the nature of the yeah. beast, right? They they ended up they just lost three million subscribers in three months from December to March. So now they're back down to about seven million. Yeah, and also I found out today that uh, apparently Eve Online's numbers are going down big time too. Um, well, there's a lot of push for all these other types of games coming out, you know? Like, look at how big Hearthstone is. Look at how much Counter-Strike's exploding. League of Legends is still huge. Dota's got the big uh, update coming out. Like, Dota's, these genres yeah, of games... Yeah, Dota's big update is actually uh, in beta right now. You can go and play it currently, right. so... Yeah, and, and, and that's only going to take even... So, I honestly, I think the gamers are just shifting over to different styles of games, oh, yeah. you know? For the longest time, you had... I mean, what did you have? You had Counter-Strike 1.6... You had like Team Fortress Classic. You had Warcraft. 3. You had Warcraft Three. Uh, you know, and then World of Warcraft comes out, and there's so much depth, and there's so and the much. And thing that was just the only thing that was before World of Warcraft, I think, was EverQuest, right? EverQuest Ultimate right. Online. Um, I think that's uh-huh. really it. I'm trying to think if there's anything the, else that came out that was like a big MMO. I mean, for the most, I mean, those were the heavy hitters oh, yeah. at least, and and it did a better job, and it wasn't hard for them to take away from those crowds, and so that's why they've had their hooks for so long, and a lot of their, uh, it's a great game, it'll always be a great game, but the problem is, is that all the new genres coming out, they're just they're get in, they're play, and they're have fun. There's not as much of a time investment in order to have fun with it, yeah. because like anybody that has played WoW or any other or any other MMORPG goes, you know that you haven't played the game until you are max level, until you're rating and stuff like that. Which brings me to our conversation point that I want to have for later. Um, but as a result of, because there's a lot more things I want to talk about 
uh, I want to move on to one uh, to what the one other topic I wanted to talk about, and then um, and then we will move on to um, some more stuff that you have for me. But the other thing I want to talk about is uh, Path of Exile, mm-hmm. The Awakening. Yeah. So now this this is not new news, but there's been some more talk about it lately that I've been noticing. And what the reason I'm excited about this is because my heart uh, is definitely with like Diablo, uh, Diablo three, for instance. I've put like a thousand hours into. Um, I love the hack and slash loot grind games because it's totally no stress, right? I mean, unless you're playing hardcore, but say for instance, like you're playing some Counter Strike and you're playing in competitive five v five, and it's really stressful. Like hey, yes. you don't do good, you don't I did do that good twice, twice uh, today. Yeah, <laughs> and your, your team's relying on you. You don't clutch. One, you know, this thing or that other thing, or you know, an MMO takes so much time to get. I love just jumping into Diablo three. And and doing like five riffs and 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 seeing what now, I get, you know. How what I'm much saying? time did you dump into like Diablo two? Um, yeah, not too much. I spent most of my like a lot of my childhood was spent playing Diablo the original. Mm-hmm. I I put I definitely put a few hundred hours into Diablo the original. Diablo two probably only like fifty or sixty hours. Yeah. I played it. I played it enough to get the feeling for it, but I never I never obsessed about it like I've obsessed about Diablo three. And to be honest with you, it was just the phase of life I was in. It just I just skipped over it. You know, I was. I was little skater boy and all that, and I just I just passed right over it. And same kind of thing with StarCraft. I ended up going back to StarCraft more than I went back to Diablo 2. But anyway, Path of Exile. I mean, take Diablo 2 and take Diablo 3 and then combine both of them, right? So you've got a little bit worse graphics than Diablo 3, but you've got um, really good mechanics and stuff that everybody appreciates from Diablo 2, right? And Path of Exile, I really feel like, is, is a nice middle ground for that. Path of Exile is the game that, if you play hack and slash games, it's the hardcore hack and slash players game because the amount of customization that you can do with your with your character and with your build and stuff is unsurpassed by any other game yeah. out there. And it's going to be even more crazy now with this new expansion Well, the talent out. trees that they have in there are huge, right? They, they're like yep. big spreadweb things, and you could basically branch off into any class and have like a uh-huh. subclass to your class. And if you've never seen it, imagine the sphere grid from Final Fantasy X. Which I've never played. Okay. Well, holy shit. Final Fantasy... Holy shit. That's a lot of people's favorites. It's not my favorite, but it's a good one. Uh, the sphere grid... Yeah, it's exactly like the Path but of I know, Exile I know what it, I know what it's like, but personally, I've never okay. played Final Fantasy X. And trust me, uh, well, Kayla gets on me all the time uh, about it. <laughs> she has the HD love- remaster... I love how much of a Final Fantasy nerd she is, because I love the Final Fantasy. Oh, I, I, anyway, every that's other awesome. Final Fantasy I've okay, well, all right, at below seven, I really didn't dump much time into, because obviously I didn't really get into all that stuff growing up with like a PlayStation. So uh-huh. I, I started with I started with seven, and seven was awesome, and then I got to eight, and eight was even I thought eight was better than seven personally, <laughs> and then I got nine, and I thought nine was really good. Nine was. Wonderful. I thought nine was probably nine was even better than eight. A lot of people, a lot of people's favorites is mm-hmm. nine. Like I think seven and nine, from what I hear when I have discussions about this kind of stuff, is those are the two that everybody's favorites. And, then, and nine was wonderful, but eight. And then, all right, here's how the process worked. And then after nine, I skipped uh-huh. ten because I never got a PS2 until uh, the okay. like three years into a PS2 of being out, and the ten was already released. And it's been out, and I just, it was one of those games that was off my radar, and I never checked back on it. And then I got into Final Fantasy XI, which was the MMO, and I could never really get into that. That was boring. And then from there on, I tried 12, and 12 was a massive pile of shit. So, but 
Oh my god, would you stop ty <laughs> I don't care. It doesn't bother me at all. Okay. Because I wasn't okay. even on that page anymore. <laughs> I was on the second page. Um, Anyways. <laughs> I, so I'll get back to what Go I was on talking with your about. Stupid I Path of Exile bullshit. I'm excited for it, uh, and and one of the main features. I'm going to lightly touch on it because it's supposed to it's supposed to actually release into beta next next week. So I'm going to play it next week, and I hopefully I have more to talk about it. If, uh, as long assuming I read the correct things, they said July 10th. You're just distracting me. With yeah, this shit. yeah. <laughs> so <laughs> guys, welcome um, to the most unprofessional podcast ever. Imagine imagine the sphere grid. Okay, yeah, I got it. You, and you know how the Path of Exile thing works. They're doing this new implementation where you have these, like, gems, and you put them in the in, in wherever you want, and they have an AoE effect, and it buffs all the stats around that gem with an AoE effect. So talk about you already had a lot of customization. Now you put these things in that buff all the, all the spheres around it, and bam, dude, so much more customization. It's insane. Like, if you just go and look at uh, a couple of the screenshots of what they're going to be doing, it's, like, so innovative. And I'm... This is bringing me. This expansion is going to be bringing me back into Path of Exile hardcore. Um, there is a, a patch coming out for Diablo three that I will talk about next so, week because uh, I didn't have enough time to. to I want to. I want to have it, all the information about that. But honestly, like Path of Exile is going to be pulling me back in. For now a while. the Path of Exile stuff. The how you said there's a gem you put in there. Yeah, it's like is, a gem it, or something it, like that, that. Yeah. Would you can compare it to something like the how they had the synergies in Diablo two, where if you got a couple of the same, like, you, you leveled up the same spells, one spell would then buff the other spell, and then you'd, you'd get a new effect. Is it something similar to that? No. Except you just... I, I wouldn't I wouldn't compare it to that. What what From my understanding, what it is, is, like, what what the gem is, is it says, like, increases effectiveness by 10%. Okay. And then every, everything in the area, in the AoE of, of that, that gem, grid. on your sphere grid... Okay. Of okay. the uh, of the grid, and there's a big old circle around that gem, and it'll in it'll increase by whatever the stat on that gem is. Now these guys are really creative, so they're going to come up with with more creative shit than increases by ten percent the effectiveness. They're going to come up with example, like, maybe, uh huh. But but that's exactly what it's going to be affecting. So. And on those grids, there's a lot of, like, skills and stuff, too. So there's probably going to be ones that affect the skill, like add ice damage or, or converts to ice damage or converts to life leech or something like that. So it's going to be really interesting to see all they can do. But it's going to be bringing me back in. And I now, can't wait to play it is there a max number more. of gems you can get to? Is, is it all... For these new special gems? Yeah, I'm gems? curious. Like, if, can you just get a ton of them and throw them everywhere? Um, I believe that there is, like, set paths. Okay. Like, set... There might be set... Uh, places for them within the sphere grid, or maybe you can only put them like so that they're not overlapping okay. or something like that. I'm not sure. I, I that that part I'm not sure. That's a good question. But just the fact that you can put those things in there and augment all your abilities, it's just it's totally bringing a third dimension yeah. to to the whole sphere. It's insane. So that was the that was the one thing that I wanted to talk about. Like I said, it's gonna be coming out and I'm gonna be playing it, and then I will have a lot more information for you guys. But I'm just speaking to my excitement for Path of Exile. It's called the Awakening, and I'm just saying I can't wait to play it. Um, and and that those are what I wanted to talk about. All right. About. Well, I'll I'll briefly cover some of this stuff uh, really quickly. Because I, I do want to wrap up like the news stuff uh, with the patches and everything um, rather quickly because I know there's some other stuff that we want, do want to touch on. Uh, but we've mentioned it earlier. The Dota 2 Reborn uh, is actually in beta. Mm -hmm. Basically, they took Dota 2 and they took everything you loved about Dota 2 and they made it even better. Uh, basically, it's on Source 2 engine now, so they improved the engine. Uh, so everything's nice and smooth and fancy and cleaner. Uh, the dashboard, so basically 
more optimized. Yeah, the UI and everything that you use uh, on the um, the front page, I guess you can call it, of the client is all completely redone. Um, now, is this like the in-game? Yeah, in stuff? in-game okay. is also uh, also updated, like the uh, character models and everything running around. Uh, apparently, mm-hmm. all that stuff has more detail to it. Um, different physics basically everything that's in source 2 engine because source 2 was now implemented in i think it's implemented in tf2 and and also csgo i think i'm not entirely sure on the how the cs2 uh development slash uh release is going and what actually uses source 2 but i do know that dota 2 is one of the first games to use source 2 so it's really really interesting because it's their biggest because game, this so means with source 2 hopefully Half-Life 3 is coming out soon. Mm-hmm, which is what everybody yes, wants. But that's a whole other fucking thing that's in the in the background that everybody's all, oh my god, Half-Life 3 confirmed. It's kind of bullshit, and it's just that whole circle jerk. But um, Apparently there's a whole new <laughs> chat system and everything, too. Uh, your whisper system and everything is completely redone. So I have a question what? for you concerning all this. Is it going to be less confusing? The game itself to look at is gonna it, like the whole overlay. Everything is gonna be less cluttered. It's gonna be no. easier to navigate. Nope, it's still gonna be the same Dota two that you remember. Not. Uh, uh, I know what you're trying to say, so, but it's still gonna be the same t- kind of Dota two. So even the interface, nothing's gonna be streamlined or easier to ma- to manage. In game, like, it's it's not gonna be easier. Right. In game, no. It's every in game. Everything's gonna. So it's gonna have the, the same thing. So they're gonna have the same confusing ass item yep. shop with the traveling seller That's item Dota. things, and it's That's crazy. Dota. The TP scrolls, it just it, it just has courier, such a high bar of entry. All that stuff, courier TP scrolls, all that stuff is. Is Dota and Secret well, Shop? That's good for existing. That's good for existing players. They're not gonna want that stuff to but change. Here's so. the big thing, right? New game modes. They introduced new game modes into this thing, kind of like how StarCraft Two has their custom game mode th- section that mm-hmm. you can go to. You can look up all the custom maps and game modes and stuff that people made with the StarCraft editor. I get lost in those. For they hours. did the same thing now with Dota Two, where people can make their own game modes with their new dev tools that they released, and they can go in and make these new modes. Mm. Like there's a new mode that was made back for the original Dota called Pudge Wars. And Pudge is a character, mm-hmm. if nobody plays Dota, doesn't know who Pudge is. Maybe you play League of Legends. Uh, Pudge is like Blitzcrank from League of Legends. Um, or, like, if you play Heroes of the Storm, he's like Stitches. Um, right. Stitches is roughly exactly based off of Pudge. Um, I'll, two, I think one or two of his abilities are exactly the same thing. The hook, definitely. The hook is most iconic for what Pudge is for. But anyways, the way that the map's laid out is everybody on each team is Pudge. There's five Pudges per team. The map is a line straight down the middle with a, a gap. There's a space between like two cliff edges and a river. And you cannot cross to fight the other pudges. So basically it's called Pudge Wars because you th- each hmm. team throws hooks out. Have to hook. And they have to hook over somebody. And basically you can hook over one person in your whole entire team and kill them. Or you could have five people hook each other and flip sides completely. It's completely ridiculous <laughs> how they, they have this, this game mode. But... That's one of them. Another one is called, I think it's Overthrow, uh, if I'm not mistaken. And basically what that is, is it's a custom map. Let me just check. Yeah, it's Overthrow. And here's the description of it. 
Don't have time. Don't have time for a full round of Dota. Overthrow is a quick fight to the death in a small team free for all. As players try to earn enough kills to win the match before the timer expires, gather a friend or two or go it alone as you stalk near the Midas throne, which increases the golden experience gains of nearby heroes. Snatch gold coins as they appear, or head out to claim an item vic- uh, delivery. So basically, it's like a free for all game mode in Dota. Your hero goes out and you try to kill everybody. And you try to become the the throne, uh, hold hold the throne, which will give you uh, bonus resources and things like that. So the way they work these new game modes is really cool, um, and that's perhaps what I'm most excited about because what they're what one dude is doing is he's taking the Dota game and engine and trying to port over League of Legends into Dota and get rid of the turning the turning speed, like the mechanic of Dota Two, mm-hmm. how long it takes a character to turn. That's that's one of everybody's biggest gripe about Dota 2 versus yes, League of Legends. Yes, that's one of my biggest downfalls is because I'm so used to instantly turning around for anything, any mm. ability in League of Legends, whereas Dota, you ha- your character has to physically... Mm. Yeah, your character has to physically turn around before you can do anything or attack or anything. It sucks. So, but uh, somebody's trying to put that into uh, into Dota, and so far the... Um, the progress is, is kind of getting there a little bit. I... I out of the stuff that I've seen, it doesn't look like it's going too fast because it's only one guy. But here's hoping that in a, a year or two, uh, it actually comes out and I can actually enjoy Dota 2 because otherwise it drives me crazy. It, it's good that they're going to be doing this whole user-created stuff because what happens is when these things get popular, when somebody creates something that gets popular, Valve will see that and they'll start implementing things. that, Like, like for instance, when somebody makes this with the no slow turning, they're going to start implementing things that everybody loves and that everybody's crying out for. Also, Valve is so good at now, supporting this game. I don't think that Valve will be changing their system, right? Valve will not change their system to, to remove the turn mechanic because base Dota had that. If they remove it, then Dota players as a whole will uprise against Valve for making it like that. Well, maybe that was a poor example, but what I'm saying is that it's a good... It's a good system for them to be picking things out that players are really loving. Now, Does that make I'm, sense? Uh, yeah, but here's my thing, right? I'm I'm glad that Dota 2 is doing this, or that Valve, I should say, or Icefrog, the developer, original developer of Dota, who works, I think, did he works for Valve right now? I'm not entirely sure, but... Um, here's one of the things that I, I'm, I'm super glad about. Because... Dota 2 had all this in, all this shit come out now, all this this huge update that they've released, all this new stuff that they've talked about releasing, or what this new this new um, client or uh, engine is going to solve. Hopefully now Riot with League of Legends gets off their ass and sees all this stuff and all these leaps and bounds ahead that their competition's taking, and will mm-hmm. now start going well. Shit, maybe we need to maybe we need to kick our ass into gear. And start releasing their replay system that they've announced now for two plus years. Their uh, tribunal system, they improve that shit. Um, they stop releasing skins uh, for extra money. What are Riot doing with all of their money? They have more money, they have 70 million active players. What the hell are they doing with all that money? When you see somebody like Valve come in, now, I, if you ask me, I'm a league player. And I don't, I've ne- I can't get into Dota, but I love what Valve does. And why can't Riot keep up with the innovative changes? What are they doing? I don't know. I read a post last night that was made by a guy by the name of Ghostcrawler, who apparently used to work for Blizzard, 
Yes, although he's a very, very famous in the Blizzard community, and he went over to Riot, and it was a big, it was a big riot. Right? Uh-huh. He, when he left, he, he he left Blizzard, and he's like a main head uh, creative developer over there, something like that. But Ghostcrawler, yeah, he's a but big, yeah, he, he was he, a big dude. He in made a big post about uh, two, I think it was two weeks ago or something like that, where somebody called him called Riot out for basically just sitting on their ass. Um, mm-hmm. And and Ghostcrawler came around and basically said, "Listen, you have to realize that this was a company that started from the ground up with absolutely mm-hmm. no following whatsoever, had a huge resurgence in their player base, uh, or a huge surge, I should say, in their player base. Um, that that that's blew their, their game, game out of right? the blew their game out of the water, right? It blew every expectation that they had out of the water. So." Now they have to pick up all these pieces that were shattered about, and they're still apparently picking up all these pieces, even though they have they're making a ton of bank. And they're they said uh, he said that originally they hired developers that didn't really know what they were doing, but it was a startup. It was basically a startup company that said, "Hey, we're going to try to make a game. It's going to be really ambitious." But are you guys down? And they did, and people people made this game. Look at how much look at how much effort they have into their their gaming tournament. Yeah, LCS. LCS, they have. I I have a feeling that they have a lot of manpower behind mm-hmm. that, but they don't. I don't think that they have as much manpower now, behind. Now he did. He did go in to elaborate that now that they are making more money, they can hire better people. They can hire more experienced people. Now that they're making That's more money, what about the last? What I don't understand. Three years. That's what I don't understand. Now this guy sounds like a genuinely cool dude. He's well respected because in the because community. he says that. Trust us, there's really good shit coming down the line, basically, is what he said. So, you want to know what so, I think? They're making an MMO. I would love that. I think that would be awesome. That, I would, that's I what would I think. pay for it. If Riot made an MMO, I think I'd be all over that, because they do a good job with... They did a good job making League, and if anybody has the money to usurp anybody, which I don't think that it's about that anymore, but if anybody had the money to make an MMO that sticks, I think it's Riot. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? No, but uh, that's just that's just my random. Here's here's theory. the other thing, right? Their original game and their original client, their original everything, is based off of some backwards ass spaghetti code that people just threw out on a piece of paper and it stuck miraculously, like it shouldn't work. So every time they go in and they tweak something and spaghetti and something code. else breaks, it's because that spaghetti code leads. Think of it like a strand of spaghetti, right? As my dad used to throw it to the fridge to see if it was finished being cooked. <laughs> <laughs> if it's stuck, it was. If it was stuck, it okay, was done. Okay, but basically, here's how I can explain spaghetti code as easily as possible. Think of it like a string of spaghetti that wraps around a couple different lines, right? In the middle of that piece of spaghetti, you take that code out that's there, and you replace a value. That spaghetti is now completely broken, right in the middle. So the code that's at the end will not work without that code that's correct in the middle. You see what I'm saying? So that piece of spaghetti needs replaced entirely. And the way to do that is they need to rewrite the client. They need to rewrite everything. Is this a scientific analysis of spaghetti code? This, yes. <laughs> Mom's spaghetti. Is this documented in a textbook? Is this documented in a textbook somewhere? It should be. Maybe maybe like some some university in Florida? Can, is it a Florida man thing? You can quote me here and I'll, uh, <laughs> I will completely agree University with of Jason. Yeah, I'll completely agree with it. Send your emails to But anyways, uh, that's Dota 2 Reborn. Uh, that was a long-winded explanation of, as, as far as that goes. Now It'll get me playing it. It'll get me trying uh, it. Yeah, I will be trying it too. Now, it isn't beta. You can go and play it. Basically, you launch the game, and it, it comes up with a pop-up, and it basically says, do you want to play Dota 2, or do you want to play the Reborn beta? And you can tick either box, whichever one you want to play, and then you go play that game. 
We'll have to we'll have to we'll have to play some of that soon. You and me. Right now, let's do it. <laughs> See you guys later. Uh, anyways, <laughs> the uh, next one I do want to talk about. We only got a couple more things, gaming wise, to talk about. But uh, I don't want to cover this one too long because I don't know too much about it. Plus, I really don't care anymore because the whole buzz for that game is pretty much gone. But this patch may change that. I've been hearing a the lot Terraria, about this. I'm so Terraria 1.3 patch. Um, oh, I thought you were going no, down. You confused no, me. No, no, we're going to cover those two last because <laughs> okay, we, missed, we missed those two last week, actually. I'm excited. Yeah, let's hear about so Terraria. So basically, I love this, this game. game was released in May of 2011, right? This is an old as fuck game. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Four years. They Jesus have Christ. a new patch coming out for this game that adds 800-ish new items. Wow. I'm fu- that's ridiculous for a four-year-old game to release that. Now you don't know how many items came. No, in I have here. no idea. And I wonder how how much of. But that's a lot of. Literally, items. this patch adds way too much new shit that I cannot go down mm-hmm. because I'll be here reading it all day. So basically, we're gonna put this link in our website. You can go check it out there and check out this whole laundry list of of changes. You guys do the work. You guys, please. Now they work. added some new bosses, <laughs> some new music. Uh, there's one new NPC, and they also made the NPC AI way better. Uh, basically, they'll, mm. they'll also uh, avoid monsters, so they'll run away from monsters if there's monsters, or they'll fight back. Um, now, assuming I don't know if that means that you can fight them, and they'll be like, "Hey, stop fucking with me," and start trying to fight you. Uh, but I don't know. But hey, I'm super pumped about this update because of one thing. This, they fixed Steam integration. Steam integration was never a good thing with this game because you'd always go, all right, hey, Mike's playing this game. I want to go play Terraria with Mike. Right-click user, go to join game. Join game. Jo- okay, it's not working. Why isn't it working? <laughs> they finally fixed it. Now they fixed it so you can click oh, join game and it actually joins your friend's games. So You know, you know what they did, right? They slurped They up took all that, that spaghetti, spaghetti code out. out. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> but uh, yeah, check that Terraria patch notes out. Uh, we'll pull that, post that up on our on our site. You can go check that out. And um, like I said, I, I think I already see a couple people on my friends list playing it again. And so I think it's going to be it'll bring people back. But for how long, I, I don't know. I I want to I want to play a little bit. I'll I'll try I'll, it again. I love. These I'll try it, but <clears> it's going to be hard to fit that in with with the new. Uh, Heroes of the Storm update, which leads us to the next talking point. I didn't even write this one down because I'm ready for oh, it. Man. So Heroes of the Storm released uh, a new a new big update. With it came a hero by the name of the Butcher, which you'd be familiar with from Diablo three, uh, and yes. a Diablo three themed map, which basically which is sick looking. Which basically the way that map works is it's a big like open map. Uh, Two lanes, right? Two lanes only. There's a big middle section, and they have two what would be called a titan to me, because um, I played Smite and stuff like that, or um, I can't remember what their actual name is in the game. But uh, basically, I haven't played these it yet, two so. huge, like there's an archangel, like an angel from hell, and then there's like an angel guy. And then they fight, and they just throw magic missiles back and forth. Are Do those angels... No, it can't be because those guys are in heroes. So never mind. I was gonna ask if it was like no, Tyrion no, and stuff, there's but they're just in the game. Some so angel isn't. guy and some demon angel guy. I don't know if they have so, names. So they're throwing poo at each Basically, other. Basically, yeah. You know they, when you're you know when you're a kid and it would be raining and you would say angels are peeing on you. That never happened to me. No, oh, when we were kids, it must be a West Coast <laughs> thing. <laughs> it's that Oregon air, or the or the thunder. God was farting. No, you were no, kids. You were kids. No. It was so if funny. The thunder was no? my dad farting. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> Anyways, so you got the two angels in the middle throwing little turds at each other, and uh, basically, you, you what your team wants to go either defend your guy so that it takes less damage, or you want to fight their guy and have him take a lot of damage. And basically, they swap positions, then they fight again, and then you try to do the same thing. And basically, whoever's angel wins at the end spawns as, think of it like a boss, with full HP. Regardless of how much HP you've killed it, it responds with full HP. But the HP that did have left when you killed the other one, or the other one did die, that HP comes back as, think of it like an armor bar. And they have to burn through mm. the armor bar before they can get to the health. Um, and then that lane basically pushes with the boss, and then I think it respawns like every couple minutes, and you do it again and again and again. So, from my experience, I found that like if you pick with your friends and te- and like uh, you want to work around your team, you want more of like a team fighting comp. Um, so you want to be able to uh, if, really team fight oriented. Yeah, huh? because of how it is, you don't want to sit there and. And have a bunch of assassins on the team or something like that. So you don't, you don't want to run like Murky and Abathur on this shit. Yeah, I had I had Abathur in my game, and I don't think he helped very much. Yeah, but that's a but bummer. that's uh, I didn't get a chance to play Butcher yet. I was grinding so hard when, after that patch came out to try to get the fourteen hundred gold to buy him. How hard? So hard. <laughs> I was here. Let me put in the patch notes. Yeah. I was so. Hard. <laughs> but I appreciate you typing that. In anyways, the um, he's fourteen fourteen thousand gold. Uh, I when when Oof. I stop playing today, uh, yeah, that's one that I buy with money. I'm not spending. <laughs> I can't. I don't I'm have spending ten bucks the t- on a butcher. Ten. Oh shit, dude. I I I do it because fourteen thousand gold. How much time? I is have that? thirteen thousand like three hundred. So I'm almost there. Oh, a couple so more dailies, so I'll there. have him. So I wasn't even to bother with it. I've been. S- you know how long it takes me to make ten bucks. Uh, you know how long it makes it takes me to make fourteen thousand miles. Gold? I don't know. No, I wish it only took me three miles. But what I'm saying is, Jesus, you know, that, that's why these guys make so that's, much money. That's, that's one of the reasons I don't condone buying shit from Blizzard. Because I've, speaking of Heroes, has eleven million active players. That's awesome. That's awesome because I think to it's me that puts more competition again on Riot to step their shit up. Mm-hmm. Which I Even I love there being competition out more, because. But. It's the same thing works for like an ISP, you know what I mean? Time Warner and Comcast right. and all that. Basically, well, I guess I guess yeah. those are two, the two only things. Plus, well, Verizon. there's Charter and there, there's Charter and there's Cox and there's Verizon. <laughs> you said Cox. And then, <laughs> uh, all right, calm, calm down, uh, there. Fucking spaghetti noodle, you. <laughs> Anyways, uh, so that's the Heroes of the Storm stuff. And then the last two things we want to talk about, we probably should have covered again last week because they're older news. But with the E3 coverage, it was really tough for us to try to fit this stuff in, so we didn't. Mm-hmm. But uh, I'm sure you guys probably heard about the whole uh, Batman Arkham Knight debacle that happened. Did you? I've heard a lot about it on a lot of different podcasts I've been listening to, and I do have a lot to say Go about ahead. this. Do you Do you know the general well, story? I, the general story, yeah, it runs like shit on PC, right? It run it ran like shit so much that they took it off of Steam. Now, what was the score? I, I believe that the... I was listening to a podcast where they were saying that the review scores or something uh, uh, from users like us was like a 35, and it like never gets that low. I don't know level. what the score was, but basically the story behind this game is they found out that rumor has it. Well, th- this part's not rumor, but they gave Rocksteady, the developers of the game, gave mm-hmm. 
Arkham Knight to a studio by the name of, I think it was Iron Galaxy, who've made mm. games like Dive Kick and other small console-type games. They've never really ported a huge AAA title over. Why did they give it to I them? I have no idea. Nobody really knows. Now, this is all speculation, and I've heard this in, as far as like a rumor goes, but apparently they also only gave them like a couple, like a week or two, a couple weeks, to actually port this AAA game over to PC. And I also found out that this was posted today uh, on a bunch of news websites that apparently the developers and publishers of Arkham Knight knew the PC version ran like shit for months. And that's why they capped it at 30 FPS. They capped it at 30 FPS because they said that they wanted to keep the experience identical no matter what console or PC you go to. That's and such that's bullshit. bullshit. That's such bullshit. So there is a workaround for the 30 yeah, FPS you can, cap. You can, uh, I've, I've been hearing some people can mm-hmm. get around it, um, and that helps a little bit. But it's it was so bad that they took it off Steam. Look, that doesn't happen very often. Shit does not you know, just get pulled off of Steam willy-nilly. Why was pulled off of Steam? Because I'm assuming because it ran like shit. Refunds. Oh. Here's my theory, right? <clears throat> Since Steam implemented this new refund policy, basically the refund mm-hmm. policy is now you have to own the game for less than 14 days. What the fuck did you... <laughs> I was trying to fix it. It hurts and I messed up. I'm so sorry. I'm so embarrassed. Um, but basically it gives you two weeks, 14 days. You have to own the game for less than 14 days and you have to have less than, I think it's two hours on it in two order hours, to refund yeah. a game. And that works for pre-order games. If you get a pre-order game and it releases and it's a pile of shit, you can refund it freely. You don't have to worry about anything. So basically, this game released, it was sucked. Sub 30 FPS, even on shit upwards of a Titan. People had hitching, locking up, frame drops, all sorts of bullshit that came uh, along with PC problems. People that had monster PCs were having slideshow issues. Now, I have heard that this is a more CPU-focused-intensive uh, game than, than a GPU. Honestly, I don't so, know. This is just something that I heard from, from another... I was listening to some PC Gamer um, editors, and they were playing it, and they said that... Uh, well, obviously, they have, like, crazy computers. I think they might have be, like, running Intel Extreme or yeah, something so like that. so they're not the, for the, the general populace running but this game. They're not the general population, but they were able to run it, but, but it shouldn't take an $8,000 no. computer to run this no. fucking game. That's bullshit. You, I, have a, I have a 970, and, right? If I tried playing this game uh-huh. on my 970, I would get lockups and freezes. So, what I wanted to say about this shit was, it is... I mean, this could be a whole rant by itself, but the fact that these companies still relentlessly over and over and over are pushing this shit out before it's re- before it's done and they're forcing it out the door is fucking asinine, man. I can't handle this shit. I'm tired of hearing about it. Like, it's like drama, this dude. I don't even want to hear about it Assassin's Creed, the latest... Uh, yeah, uh, Assassin's Unity, Creed. I think it was Unity. Was uh-huh. the one that was the biggest fucking... Was so bad. Ba- uh, ba- Battlefield was a huge thing. Halo, oh, the, Halo the Halo masterpiece. Hardline, yeah, yeah. Uh, the Halo, Halo um, Ma- Master Chief yes. collection is is huge. It was a huge problem. Like all these things getting forced out, and it's unfucking real, dude. And I don't know what it is. I don't know. Do you think that the problem is because we're still buying it, or do you think that the problem is that they're so fucking ignorant that they just keep doing it and they say, ah, it'll work. It'll I think work it's itself out. It's a combination out. of both, honestly, because I, because. Right, because right. the pe- the 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 people that are developing it will go, okay, well, Sir Publisher wants to have this out by X date. Well, okay, well, let's do what we can to release it by X date. Okay, it's like a week before X date. Uh, publisher, can we have a little bit more time? No, it has to be out the door this day. Yeah, fuck it you. It doesn't Activision. matter. Release that shit. 
I don't care how much of a pile of garbage it is, people will buy it because they're a big fan of Assassin's Creed. And that's all they think about. They're only thinking about the fact that they'll buy it. They're not thinking about the long-term effects that when you release this game and it's not- fucking shit and it's broken. Like, look at these indie developers. These indie developers that make a beautifully polished, well-rounded game. They don't have the pressure from these fucking big publishers or whatever. And they're releasing them when they're done. And then they blow up, yeah, like, right? Shit and they're like fucking Bastion, massive. Uh, or uh-huh. or um, uh, Transistor, their, their second game. Well, even... Or even and and this is a bigger scale, but even Last of Us was a pretty small. Well, that's done by uh, Naughty develop- Dog. Well, I mean, yeah, but Naughty Dog is a smaller company compared to these other guys that we're talking about. We're talking about Microsoft. We're talking about Microsoft with with the Halo Master Chief yeah. collection, and Naughty Dog is much smaller. They're an amazing studio, but look at how huge that was. That was Game of the Year, like on every fucking website yeah. ever. You yeah. know what I'm saying? And because they take the time and and they make but, it right. And it's again, just, I think it's. Just- I, I don't even like talking about it. It just makes me I so think mad. it's also part of of uh, the people going out and buying it because, the, mm-hmm. again, it goes back to the, the the publisher or developer. I'm pretty sure it's the... It's all the, bro, it's all the bros out I'm there, I'm pretty sure man. it's the developer that comes out with this, but basically they come out and go, hey, pre-order bonuses. You can get this for pre-ordering. Pre-order, pre-order, pre-order. And that's the biggest draw is like they see pre-order bonus and they're like, oh, shit, yeah, I get fucking a Harley Quinn if I pre-order this shit. Which is also a negative in another way because they base their sales and base their shipping Off numbers on those mm-hmm. pre-orders, and that you can't yeah. do that. You, it's so, just it's a nightmare. So then, then P consumers will go out and go, "Oh man, I have to get this pre-order because what happens if I can't get this awesome DLC? You know, right. after the game releases, you'll miss out and you'll never yeah, get it so again." Yeah, so they go out and get the pre-order. Well. I'm here to say that I think the reason it was pulled off of Steam, going back to our original point, is because the way that Steam refunds work is everything that's posted on the Steam store, <clears throat> Steam or Valve, whoever you want to call them, gets a cut of that sale. But if it's refunded, they keep that cut. So, Batman was refunded so many times, it costs Warner Brothers so much money... <laughs> From people refunding that game on Steam, That's that what they, they get. pulled it down. That's and what then they now deserve. people like Green Man Gaming, other other web real retail websites are taking refunds on this game that was a pile of garbage or was. Uh, this was pat back a little while ago. I guess apparently it's released rece- received some patches listen- recently. Yeah, and I just listened to it a, a, a podcast last night, a current podcast, and they're not. It's not much better. Yeah, from what I hear. But again, you know, it's. We don't want this to fail. We don't like seeing video games fail. But Mm-mm. I'm here to say that and I'm taking this. I watch a YouTuber by the name of Boogie2988. He's a hilarious dude. I recommend going to watch his videos. I just watched the first thing in my – I watched a uh, – for some reason I watched a, a Loot Crate unboxing yeah. of him. And, and I was like, this guy is fucking – whoa. And then I'm thinking like, I can't stop watching this guy. He is hilarious. <laughs> He's one of the – the best YouTubers that I can see to watch. There was a part that he like lifts up his shirt and goes to put something <laughs> down his pants. I was like, what he's, the fuck are you hilarious. doing? But that's beside the point. Boogie, if you're listening to this, a big fan, just want to say. But anyways, <laughs> um, he says at the end of his, his raging about uh, Arkham Knight being pulled off of Steam, tells his, peop- tells his audience, go out. If you see a pre-order you want on Steam, pre-order the shit out of it. Because then when the game releases, and if it sucks a pile of ass, you can go refund it. And it costs that fucking developer, and well, not developer, I think it costs the publisher money. And 
it'll yeah. tank them. And it just it just keep pummeling they'll get their order Eventually, wrong. they'll figure out that consumers do not want half-ass, broken-ass pieces of shit right. released on on PC. Holy shit, dude! You're stressing. Me. I'm stressed out right now. I can't this was this a big topic anymore. that I wanted to cover. I, I need to go play some Diablo. I, <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> I just this is one topic that I just it it okay. You know the episode of uh, Family Guy where Peter Griffin goes on the news and he does... You know what really grinds my gears and he does that whole thing? This yeah, is what really yeah. <laughs> grinds my fucking gears is people releasing broken-ass yeah. fucking games. It, it gets me too. I just want to bitch slap somebody. I, I want somebody in front of me who's responsible and I just want to slap him. Exactly. But anyways, uh, so anyways, on from that sorry subject onto the next sorry subject, fucking Apple, they pulled Civil War games... Okay, Apple. I'm just gonna give you the headline right now. Wait, why is this fucking Apple Fu- though? So you're not in support of them pulling the Civil War hear, games? Hear me out for a minute. Let me let me go through my whole rant really quickly. All right, and then you could you can throw out your. Wait, let me write down points. how many minutes okay, we're at. Yeah, first I need to know here. this. All right, one hour sixteen. So- <laughs> okay, go ahead. Wait, that's one sixteen. Fuck, so, I don't know where the fucking double dots basically, are right now. Uh, here's here's the news story. Uh, we should have talked about fucking developers releasing broken ass games for so long. <laughs> Jesus Christ, I know. No, that's a whole hour and a yeah, half. Yeah, we podcast. can talk about that for a while. But anyways, uh, headline is Apple pulls Civil War games due to Confederate flag. So if nobody knew and you weren't following the news, like I wasn't following the news, I found this out a couple weeks ago, like a week ago. June seventeenth, apparently there was a shooting in Charleston. A guy walked in to a church with a forty five caliber Glock pistol and shot ten people, and nine of them ended up dying. It's tragic. I hate saying that shit. As a proud gun owner, it fucking breaks my heart when I see people do this shit. And I hate guns, and I'll never own a gun or have one in my house. So we are both polar opposites. I respect your that you like to have a gun, but I will never do it. And I respect the fact it. that you and, don't want to own a gun. Right. Or or I, they scare me. I don't like them. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And I've got a daughter. It's just never going to happen. But we, I, from both sides of this, this is just this is really sad for sure on both sides of the spectrum. Yeah. It's just... So, it was found out that later on, after this whole shooting took place and after he was he was uh, you know arrested by police, that he had a website that he was running, and on this website he posted a picture uh, posing in front of a conf- or holding a Confederate flag, um, Confederate battle flag with his with mm-hmm. his Glock forty one, and he was sitting there posing with it, and um, apparently Apple pulled down all Civil War games on their on their uh, app. Uh, App store, and anything to do with the Confederate yeah, flag. Yeah, basically right? anything. So if it had a Confederate flag, anything in with it. the Confederate flag. So Civil War games were the ones that were hit the mm-hmm. most. And mm-hmm. here's my reasoning why: because they say that they they what was the exact quote? Uh, pulling any Civil War games, saying that they were removing racism from the Apple Store and the symbols that feed it is their actual quote. I think it's giving it to terrorism. Um, partly. But here's here's my reasoning why I think it's a terrible idea. You're basically trying to say this history never happened. Exactly. And I'm I I went to Getty, the fields of Getty, Gettysburg and I visited all the sites in Gettysburg because I'm probably about two hours out out of it right now with Pittsburgh. But um, I fucking I loved going to Gettysburg. My uncle is a huge Civil War buff, and I went out and we toured everything. We went out on a horseback. Uh, and we rode on a path and we had like audio headset thingies on and it gave us a, you know, if you look to your right now, it was actually like a guided tour on wow, headphones really? they do that on a horse. Headphones now. 
They don't even have a dude telling no. you about no, shit well, anymore? No, because you're on a horse. They can't, like, hey, no. man, you know what happened over here? You know what I mean? Just give you one of those, <laughs> you know what happened over here Yo. is that some some guys got in a fight and there were some bayonets and then there was boots and shit. They were running around and there was mud. <laughs> <laughs> they do that. They do that in downtown Pittsburgh, except without all the violence. <laughs> they do. They have tours that drive down down the streets of downtown Pittsburgh. There's a guy in there with a with a microphone. If you know, if you look on your right, you'll see a building that was built in 1895. You know what I mean? And it's just fucking dumb. But anyways, uh, I go back to the uh, the topic at hand. They're trying to rewrite history and say, well, this this never happened, right? That's my biggest thing is it's not giving into well, terrorism. Is, it was one guy that was off his fucking rocker that went into a church and shot right. some people. And, and but what did they say? They said that they were trying to take down the symbols of racism. So I don't know if they're necessarily trying to write rewrite history, but they're trying see now it's this is these you know what bugs me about this is that a company like Apple thinks that they have so much cojones that they can change the way that America thinks by taking shit off their fucking app store. Like fuck you Apple that you think that taking the Confederate flag off is removing a symbol of racism out of everybody's life on such a regular basis that it's going to change the way that fucking America reacts to this whole not it's just unbelievable dude. The the it's just I mean over, Apple we love you. Thank you for hosting our podcast. No, fuck you, Apple. <laughs> I don't fucking love Apple. I, I, I will say that Apple, uh, iTunes is one of the most piece of garbage programs that I've ever used. Yes, it is. And it's been a piece of shit for years, and they still haven't fucking I fixed had... it. They haven't fixed the fact that I have an awesome quad core in my system, and when I go click it, I have to walk away from my fucking computer and go take a piss because it's not going to load for the next five I minutes. I will say that I've had a better experience working with the Zune software than I have working with <laughs> iTunes. <laughs> And that's a yeah, bold iTunes statement. Sucks. But anyways, um, so that's that's thing. But apparently now Apple came back and said, we're sorry, everybody. We reinstated all the Civil War games back on the App Store. Hey, they got publicity out of it. They got a news story. They got attention. They got what they were fucking going Not that for, Apple so was fucking them. blown out of the water anyways. You know what I mean? I don't know. It's just... It's just I saw it's, a dude at Subway with an Apple Watch today. That was the first Apple so, Watch I've seen. If you're watching, if you're oh, watching, if you're watching the video in... right now, this is this is actually an Android Wear device, not an, uh, a fucking iWatch. I, you know how many times that people have asked me, "Is that an iWatch?" I should say, "Yeah, it right. fucking sucks." <laughs> I just, just <laughs> don't talk garbage one. on it all day. So I heard, uh, I heard another part to this story where they were, um, you know, what? I shouldn't even say because I heard something along the lines of the shooter. Uh, was with the group of people beforehand, and they were and they were so mm-hmm. nice that he considered not going through with it, but still. I did. don't know. I don't know about right? the whole nice part thing, but yes, he was. He was. That, that's what I heard. Was, but I heard that second. It was a Bible so. study group that they were in, and I guess he was sitting there with this Bible study group prior to basically coming back and shooting them all with his his Glock. It was Glock forty one, is what it was, and it was a forty five caliber. But that's beside the point. And apparently, I watched the uh, video just today because again I'm tr- I was trying to catch up on all this stuff happening uh, where there were all these people and he was in prison but it was a you know he's got two guards behind him and he's got handcuffs on and he's in this striped jumpsuit and everything as he's standing there uh, and basically uh, he's on a video feed um, and going over basically saying yes I understand I'm who I am uh, I am 21 I'm not employed right now and then basically cuts back to this courtroom and 21 yeah, years old they're interviewing they're interviewing Ugh. the members of the family 
right? And the members of the family are like, oh, we forgive you. Uh, and may God have mercy on your soul type situation. Now, if you know me personally, you'll know that I'm not a very religious person at all. You are. Um, no, I, no, I'm not. I grew up religious. Well, you're, you're more so I grew up religious, religious than I am. The, I, have, I have a lot of moral foundations based on religion, yes. But it's been a long time since I've been active in any form of religion. But I, I have more respect for religion than probably yeah. you do. Yeah, no, I, I, I do. If somebody comes up to me and says, oh, I'm a Christian. I'll be like, well, that's good for you. I don't. I don't follow it whatsoever, but you can have your beliefs. I'll keep mine over here. As long as we keep them separate, you don't push your shit towards me. We're, we're, we're groovy. You know what I mean? That kind of situation. So, but anyways, they were like, you know, in the eyes of the Lord, because they killed a pastor, apparently one of the head pastors of this church, excuse me. And, and, uh, when, when they were talking with him, he was like, the, it was another reverend or something like that basically said, uh, you know, I forgive you. I just hope that the eyes of the Lord uh, see you through all this other stuff. And um, you know, go check out the video. It's really eye-opening. It's it's really um, sad that it happened. But um, but yeah, that's pretty much all I have to say about that. Like I said, Apple it, Apple re, re, you know brought right. it all back, and they're like, oh, don't worry about it. We'll put all the stuff back on the App Store. Nothing ever happened. Ha ha. It's it's a talking it's a talking point for us because of what I, because of what how Apple reacted and it's a sad thing that happened and then on top of that you just got people just being dumb you know on top of everything I just I saw a picture on Twitter uh, with this dude it was in like uh, Louisiana or something like Louisville Kentucky something like that something and he's with holding an L. a confe- he's he's holding a flag a Confederate flag while the president drives by. He's holding a Confederate flag at the president. It's like, what are you trying to say with that Confederate flag? Yeah. You know, like people are just fucking morons. Now, and I just there, there's a big misconception, right? People think that that that's the Confederate flag, like that stands for the Confederacy, right? Well, actually, what it is is it's not an actual Confederate flag. It's the Confederate battle flag, and it's actually supposed to be square. But what they did was they they elongated it right. to make it look like a flag. Well, it just goes to, it just goes to show. They're fucking intelligent. Yeah. Why don't we go on to the next subject? Because I'm tired of talking about history. <laughs> well, I think we're pretty much done with uh, you know games and stuff like that. We've got we've set up a few things for next week that we're really excited to talk about, and we just we just can't help it, dude. We're fucking crushing these times, aren't we, man? Yeah. Well, we're fucking. Why don't you? One hour. We gotta nah. hit that hit that rant up. I, I want to talk about that rant. I don't want. So we've been I, holding this for two do weeks. You want, dude. I don't want. Well, what I want is I want to talk about this right here. Go for it. All right, I want to have a conversation with you, and I want to ask. I'm going to ask you a question, and I'm going to tell you, and I, I want we'll, to know how we'll you feel cover, about it. We'll cover let's, the let's, rant next week, guys. Yes, that that would be wonderful. Thank you. I appreciate this because this this co- topic that we're going to be talking about it really is a rant. But let's call it a collective rant between you and me. And I don't want to get too long winded on this, but I've been listening to I listen to a lot of different podcasts. Right, I'm a podcast nut. I like I. I I'm just, I drive a lot. I'm always listening to something. I'm listening to podcasts. And I've been listening to this one particular podcast, but I've heard it from a couple different podcasts where they are game critics or game reviewers. They're well known in the gaming world. Okay. okay? They, they do PC games and console games alike. And I have heard, and now you and me love our Counter-Strike. That's where a lot of our basis, a lot of our history Mm -hmm. is. And these guys, I've heard several times them saying, that they don't like to play multiplayer FPS games, right? Because every time they go in, they get shot and then and they get killed right away. 
or there's somebody around him from all angles and they go in and they die right away and then they spawn and then they die right away and they spawn and they die right away so how am i supposed to they say how am i supposed to get into this game or play it if i'm just dying right away all the time it's i can't even step two feet and so they don't so they are talking these are legitimate yeah. game critics and reviewers okay they they have clout in the in the industry and they review the the multiplayer aspects of these games like this and what what my beef is is that they are reviewing this game based on their fucking inability to actually play the game and get better at it so that they don't fucking get smashed okay. right now how do you feel about this how do you feel about a game critic or reviewer somebody well respected in the community that has a lot of eyes on them and a lot of ears on them going into a multiplayer part of a game which the game like counter or like uh, call of duty in my opinion, is made... I play it for the multiplayer. I've never played a single-player campaign. They go into it, they try and play the multiplayer, and then they bitch and moan about how they just die over okay. and over and over and over. Here's here's my take on it, and I'm going to play Devil's Advocate a little bit. Oh. Oh! Let me Beard versus no beard. Let me have it. Mono me mono. Let's do this. This is... This that's is that's like a 5 o'clock shadow, man. Come you could not grow this by five o'clock. <laughs> now I'm aware of your awesome beard, but this is a beard. If you guys have not beard. seen it yet, go check out the video stream. You can see my awesome beard. But anyways, mm -hmm. trainnoobs.com. Go to the YouTube yep. link on the bottom. Uh, but anyways, here's Devil's Advocate point of view. You're a critic and/or games reviewer, right? You have so much time in the day. You're given a goal by your supervisor that you have to do X amount of games per week or per day. You don't right. have enough time to join in a multiplayer game, learn it front to back, or at least enough to, to you know, not die every fucking five seconds, and then right. experience the game as what it is in, say, a single-player campaign aspect. Mm -hmm. So you mm -hmm. have that you also have to factor in, too, because they have their time that they got to work with. So if they don't have so much time that they can go, all right, guys... Uh, we have an hour to cover this game. Let's do as much coverage as possible. Or, but a lot, see, then again, it comes out to a lot of times, I guess, different developers, uh, not developers, but different critics, right? Sorry, you just gave oh, me a really okay. good idea. I had I had uh, to write it different down. Different critics allocate their time differently depending on what they have to do. Plus, also, it comes back to. We were talking about the indie devs before. Some people run indie-like indie, indie -like style blogs that they post reviews and stuff on. Or indiv individual mm -hmm. podcasts, kind of similar to this one, where they review games. Mm -hmm. um, or even better, YouTube videos, right? Depending on how much time you can allocate to do that and or cover like a full aspect of a game, then I guess, I guess it kind of weighs in differently. But, again, it comes back to if you're going to cover a game, cover all aspects of said game. Don't nitpick what you want to play. All right, all right. So don't don't go back on your devil's advocate position because this is the part where, like in the Doom trailer, I put you down on the ground, take your leg off, and stab you in the head with it, right? Because I'm going to kick your ass right here. I understand the devil's advocate position. And, and I've thought about that, that they only have so much time in the day to play all these games because these guys have to play so many games. I could never do what they do because I don't have the time for that. If you don't have the time to get good at a game in order to understand it, don't review it. 
don't put your opinion out there because unfortunately your opinion is worth something in the community, right? So if you cannot get good enough to play a multiplayer game, you cannot talk shit about it. But I, that's, that's my opinion. You don't see these guys playing World of Warcraft and saying, I hate World of Warcraft because they at least understand and respect the fact that World of Warcraft okay. doesn't start until you get end game but and start reading. But you got reading. Mr. Max over here who works underneath Bob. Bob's a supervisor. Bob tells Max, Max, you have to review this many games per in this week, right? Mm-hmm. Max goes, well, I, sir, I think I really should cover everything in this game, right? I probably should cover all aspects of it. I probably should go into even maybe some of the achievements or unlockables. Bob goes, I don't care about that shit. Just do the single player or just do as much as you could do today and cover it in three hours. That's all the time you got, Mm -hmm. Max. And then Max goes, ah, fuck. If I don't do this, I lose my job or whatever. And then Max goes and hustles along and then he does what what you say. He only covers an aspect of the game. He covers a single player. Then he goes and tries multiplayer out but doesn't have the time to commit to it. And that's fine. At least he's got a credible review. Why why put up a half-assed review? I mean, I understand that there is a part of some of these guys' job where they just have to get something out because that's their job. They have to get content out. It just irks me that that happens. And that's the same... That is along the same lines of releasing a game before it's done. They're being pressured from up on high to get shit out when the, it, when it's not a responsible thing to do or it's not ready or their point of view is skewed because they haven't had time to invest into it like when we when when you and me come on here and we talk to to ev- all of our listeners here about what we only talk about what we know and what we're interested in covering because we're not going to we're not going to talk to you about I'm not going to talk to you about something that I don't play or that I don't do because I'm I'm not going to I'm not going to be fake like that so when these guys come in and I understand for the for Max, poor Max, he has to Bob's do what Bob tells asshole, him to do. Basically, Bob's a fucking asshole, and I understand that situation. That is part of my fury about the about that goes along with pressing everything out before it has to be done. And like I said, if if it's on your free time and if you're on a, your own podcast and you're talking shit about a multiplayer aspect of a game that you don't understand because you haven't invested time into it to get to a point where you're not being killed every two seconds, just don't say anything. Or just tell, just say about your experience, and don't don't give the game a bad review. Don't give the multiplayer segment of that game a bad, uh, a, har- bad a hard rap. time because you don't a bad rap because yeah, you don't understand. I, I can agree with that. I can, but again, I I think Mr. Poor Max over here should probably do what his boss tells him. Otherwise, he may lose his job. So if the boss tells him, Max needs to. Sh- in, in the in the light of the Fourth of July, Max needs to shove a Roman candle at Bob's ass well, and then fucking walk the I hell out of there. I think what Max needs to do is cover the article that that Bob wants, leave it, and then at the bottom, sub subliminally at the bottom of his his post, just say "fuck you, Bob, I quit," and then he leaves Polygon. <laughs> <laughs> Polygon. See? I don't know what your problem with Polygon there is. But is I, I love Polygon. Horrible news site. They're well respected. By you, I don't understand why. No, by Anyways, everybody. Guys. I listen to. <laughs> we'll have this discussion off we're, camera. We're over over a hundred thirty, which is uh, actually comes out to an hour thirty if you actually take the the colon. One hundred thirty. Wait, how many minutes? How many minutes is one hundred and thirty minutes? <laughs> That's <laughs> how many minutes is one hundred thirty minutes. You sound as dumb sir as I did. You're con- you're right. You're right. <laughs> you and me can go down the rabbit hole together. Come on, Alice. Let's go. I'll Anyways, be your Anyways, guys, that's going to do it for us this week. Sorry it went over a little bit longer again. Um, again, 
Yeah, fuck it. That's Again, you do. can check out any relevant show links that we have at our website, trainnoobs.com. Please check us out on Facebook, on Twitter, on Reddit. All that stuff, you can find every single link to everything that we do on our website. So, again, it's trainnoobs.com. Or, if you're really fucking lazy, tnoobs.com. Tnoobs.com. We got that for, you know, so that in Counter-Strike we can be like tnoobs.com. And then when we have really good scores, they'll be like, who are these tnoobs.com like, guys? I'm going to go listen to their, yeah, I'm gonna go listen to their podcast. Uh, but I do want to. I do want to say one thing before you wrap oh, up. Really uh, quick. Hold on, really quick. We, before you. Before you wrap ahead. up entirely. Uh huh. I understand. No, I'm not. Ra- <laughs> go. Any feedback you guys have, please send it to trainnoobs <sighs> at gmail.com. Was that what you wanted to say? Yes. No. It was okay, sort of. No. Carry on. Um. We've got. I've been tracking the numbers. We've got a good amount of subscribers at this point. We've got enough subscribers to where we can start saying, uh, if you like Check what we're us doing, review Patreon. us. <laughs> no, no. Fucking <laughs> shit. That's. It, that's way down the road, guys. That's at least a couple weeks down the road. Don't worry. A couple, couple weeks to episode, start asking you guys for money. Episode five. Absolutely. <laughs> yeah, episode five. I mean, come on. This is only episode two. Give us a few more. No, um, we've got enough listeners where um, if you guys, if you guys want to help us out and get us more viewers and 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 why why the fuck would you guys want to do that? I don't think you guys would give a fuck. We're gonna keep releasing this, but we would appreciate it. We would love you guys if you guys would go and leave us a review. Yeah, that's all against, I want from you guys. Uh, Give Honestly, us some input send, on us, Gmail. send us feedback at trainnoobs.com or trainnoobs at gmail.com and we'll, we'll actually read your feedback over the air too. Oh, yes. And if you send a shitty email, I'll, I'll read it. Bring it on. I'll, I'll read it. We'll both okay. read it. We'll, we'll act it out. Yeah, that's We'll act good. it out. Yeah. If you have any like fan that. fiction you want to write up too, also send that to trainnoobs uh-huh. at gmail.com and we'll read uh-huh. that on air real nice and real nice and sensual like. Mm-hmm. You have no idea what we can do. <laughs> I, I have a general idea, and uh, it, it pertains to you never doing that voice again. How hard? How hard? Do you so say? hard. <laughs> all right. Well, that's all I wanted to say. All right, say. guys, that's going to wrap it up for us for this week. Again, this has been episode two. Thanks for checking it out. And for myself, I will say goodbye. You got something in your beard. You got something in your beard, bro. Just get it. Just get it. No, get it out. I think you got it. I think you got it out of your beard. Good. You're good. Later, noobs. Thank you for listening to the Train Noobs podcast. Visit us at trainnoobs.com where you can find links for all of our social media. Join us again next time and have a pleasant day.